This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Paul Bunyan Country. Time to check in with Bro Brosdahl, who is uh, getting ready for ice fishing. We're we're there now. It's starting to it's starting to be uh, cold enough to make a little bit of ice, huh, Bro? Oh, absolutely, and, and wow, has it happened fast. Yeah, that seems to be the case. We went from a really, really mild fall to some nasty fall weather pretty quick, and then it got a little milder again, and now winter is definitely here. Yeah, it, you know, I, I, I kept hearing, uh, oh, wow, you know, ice, it's so late, it's not coming, it's not coming. You know, I remember early in November having temps that were minus 10 in, in past, and I've also had temps that were in the 60 so it's hard to predict what you're going to get but when they when they're talking about uh that southern flow you know uh el nino kind of stuff uh that makes a big difference but the water temperatures have to cool down and they did now a lot of small lakes throughout the greater bemidji grand rapids and south to park rapids uh a lot of that stuff is skimmed over especially the shallow lakes some of the deeper lakes are still wide open, and uh, they skim over at night, and then the, the wind blows them apart during the day. So we are right on course and probably only a week behind what we normally would be. All right. Well, let's take a look at the fall bite. How was fall fishing for you? It was fantastic. Uh, the, uh, the tentative fish, which we've seen in the summer due to huge amounts of young-of-the-year perch, uh, they, they put on the feed bag, and uh, I had a lot of trips on waiting casts, uh, not as many in Bemidji, but uh, everything seems to be pretty much the same. All the lakes you go to have tons and tons of little perch, and even with perch in their stomachs and even some in their mouth, they still ate, and it was a great bite, which I expect to continue into the winter. And uh, there's on Winnie itself, there's a lot of fish that were just barely under the 18-inch slot. So I would imagine during the ice, there's going to be a few broken hearts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, it's good to hear that they, they had perch in their stomachs because we've been hearing some concerns about perch numbers, but it sounds from what I heard at a number of lakes, uh, it was a pretty good perch year, and there seems to be a better population once again. There, there is, and, you know, uh, and then everybody should take into mind, these are, perch from the size of a fathead minnow mm-hmm. to a sucker minnow there's like three different year classes and that abundance of food has produced a fish that don't even look like they should be from waning or cast or uh surrounding area lakes or leech uh, some of the fish are absolutely just super fat and way more than they they have in the past they look like something from the great lakes or something but not all of them but you'll get these really 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 big fish and it's it's really cool nice um so the the uh the the walleye numbers look good uh bass numbers i know look good panfish numbers how are they i know you love to go fishing panfish i love panfish uh the uh, uh bluegills are starting to you know reproduce and we're seeing a lot of seven to eight inch or just a little over eight inch size bluegills on a lot of area lakes and you know, there are some waters that are just more productive than others for bluegills. They have, they have uh, enough weeds, the right alkalinity. There's a whole lot to, to it, but 
in our area we have a lot of good bluegill lakes and seem like good year classes coming up and there's still some big ones to be caught and released which is the fun part so you get your eaters uh you know a seven to eight eight and a half incher and then you can throw back the other ones on the crappies uh, uh numbers of good crappies coming up uh there's in in the area lakes leech uh and small lakes around numbers of you know fish almost you know pushing that nine ten eleven inch range which is superb and uh, of course then there's bigger 12s on up to ginormous stuff are still around um so i i think you know there's there's plenty of fish to be caught plenty of action and uh some uh, trophy status fish and that's why we live here that 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 is indeed why we live here and um, it's good to see, and it's, it seems to be kind of across the board. Uh, most lakes had pretty good years. They've had really good years, and, you know, again, we had uh, kind of a warm summer, and it warmed up really quick. We didn't really have much of a spring. We went from winter to summer, and and then the, the weeds and the, uh, grew fast. The water temperature was good, so there's a lot more vegetation in the lakes and natural vegetation with warmer temperatures and this just created more uh, in uh, habitat for for the fish and with more weeds creates more uh, a lot of other there's a, there's a whole chain of events in there you know uh, insect life and everything and places for minnows died but it's been great and i think with warm water tons of food rusty crayfish and perch uh, there's just never-ending forage for uh, perch walleyes uh, the bass and also uh, panfish uh, weren't hurting at all. So it's we, we had a little faster growth rate, I would say, this year. Looking at going into spring, there's a lot, a lot smaller walleyes than I had expected. I think uh, you know a lot of your harvestable size fish probably did get caught, but they grew really fast and replaced them. And I think it's going to be a phenomenal ice year, especially early ice. Yeah. I, um... I think there's a lot of people that are really excited about going ice fishing. There always are people that love going ice fishing. That early ice bite is is very much like the uh, you know the late fall bite, but uh, there's something special about drilling that hole, I guess. Well, there there is, and the fact that you don't need to have a boat, you just walk out there, a bucket full of uh, rods and uh, you know an affordable auger and a, and a tackle full of Northland tackle, you can go ha- have at it and. So there's the uh, economy side of ice fishing, and you, you, a whole family can go. And so boats are awesome, summer's awesome, but ice is a little better. It's more, more of a community. You could take your whole community out there. You know, it's, uh, you know it's, it's just a different thing. You just drive up, park, and go walk right out. So walking on water, and it doesn't exist everywhere. And that's why I get people uh, that want to do it as a bucket list. And we have it every day, but they, they fly up from, uh, you know, 80, 90 degrees down to Louisiana and, and the Mississippi. I've got people that come up and uh, just to try it once, and they absolutely love it. They don't like the cold. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> but they, once they're in a the house, they're, they love it. And just the fact that you're standing on ice and you're looking down and you get really close to the fish. It's like deer hunting. When you're, you're bull hunting, the deer walks under you. Well, the fish are right under your feet. And in a boat, not quite the same. They they move away in, in clear water, but it's uh, it, it's a unique thing, and that's why I like it. So, uh, about how thick do you need that ice to be before you're comfortable being out there? 
Well, you know, being a a, a, a social uh, guy with the internet and all that stuff, any anybody who's in 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 the uh, social influencing, we like four inches of ice because that's what the DNR recommends. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it's not there, don't show it on camera. You know, that's <laughs> that's the simple fact because uh, uh, if you show any less. People go by what you say, and I, four inches of hard black ice, you're safe. And up here, it doesn't take long to make that. But just because there's four inches of ice by shore, you got to keep checking it. And a chisel, mm-hmm. uh, drill a hole, and you don't need the biggest auger to drill a hole. As a matter of fact, I've got a, a, a four-inch auger, and also spikes. Uh, whether you buy retractable spikes or just take two dowels and stick a nail in them, your fingernails don't work if you go through the ice, and it's a way to climb out and, you know, bring bring the safety stuff, uh, uh, a cushion with a rope you could throw, and uh, you bring the stuff, nothing happens. But uh, if you don't know how to read ice and if you don't know all the safety stuff, there's plenty of stuff available online. But four inches of ice is is safe, and I'm a bigger guy, <laughs> so, and, and uh, you know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to uh, walk on thin ice, and there are people out there doing it, but you're not uh, you're not really uh, uh, helping anything by talking about getting out on two inches or three inches of ice early. But I think this year, with these uh, nice cool nights, it's going to make it fast. But you got to drill the whole way. I, I'm noticing uh, warm pockets where there's you could have four inches of ice, and then there's open water just out here and over there, kind of scattered. And lakes mm-hmm. take time to cool down, and that's what's happening. Okay. Um, is there a particular lake that, I mean, well, for you, I'm sure the, the lake that's got ice first is your favorite lake that particular year, but are there some early ice uh, lakes that are better than others? Well, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to getting out on Leech Lake, and Leech Lake is one of those lakes that uh, you catch fish from shore to the middle. I mean, and uh, there's roaming walleye, early ice, there's jumbo perch, there's a chance at a real trophy-sized northern um, it's kind of a dynamic lake, and, uh, you know, the, it's mainly a walleye perch destination, but there's really nice panfish. Uh, you know, it's not like a lake for panfish. You just don't go get them. There are places where you have a good uh, chance to get them, but go to Leech to, to catch perch, and the nice thing about it, drop down a flashy spoon, a buckshot rattle spoon, uh, uh, silver or gold perch patterns, uh, super glow spoons, um, it's, we used that lake quite a bit to test for walleyes and perch and the, and the fish are just more aggressive. Uh, even in the middle of winter, they're more aggressive out there. A minnow head on a quarter ounce spoon will get you a jumbo perch or a walleye and, uh, the buckshot glass spoons are super good out there. And, uh, you know, it's coffin spoons, flashy and, uh, just drill a, uh, you know, zigzag of holes around the weed beds and uh, go through and jig. And it's poor viewing is on the topic all the time, but on Leech Lake in the weed beds, you could see some fish, but most of the time it's all about moving and jigging. And uh, so got to cover some water. Um, it's just a, it's just a great lake. It's a good photo shoot lake because there's a lot of big walleyes in that 23 to 27 inches. Uh, and usually you can catch one when you need to. And that, that's what I love about that lake. Of course, Lake of the Woods is a super good fishery with giant fish. But it's hit or miss because you got to go up there, then go out there, and, you know, there's no guarantee anywhere. But Leech Lake seems to have a good 
a good uh, number of big fish, just a big, big body of water. So you got to know where you're going to access from. You you mentioned some of the uh, the gear, the uh, lures you want to use, but are there anything? Is there anything new in the ice fishing world as far as new gear that uh, has has you pretty excited? Uh, I'm super excited about uh, synthetic uh, uh, augers that have synthetic flighting and steel shafts, uh, like a razor auger. I can it weighs six pounds. You put it on a drill from your garage, a brushless hammer drill. And you can just drill holes in it. That is becoming the trend. Less and less buying a power head from an auger company. You're just using, it's a two-season thing. You can use it in the winter, and then you got your drill for the summer. And uh, I really am impressed with what we've done in the last couple of decades in drilling holes. And uh, just light. It, it's more work walking across the ice than it is to drill the hole. It's so easy. And... Then, of course, technology, uh, Lake Master Mapping, um, and the Humminbird uh, ice packages. You know, they're ice bundles. You have forward viewing, but you also have a transducer, an old traditional 2D t- transducer that you could put down. And if they're feeling that beam, use the 2D. And uh, so I use both sometimes and just hit pinging off, go to the 2D, look for fish, use the 2D. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then, of course, how about fish houses? Pop-ups are giant, and they're on the scene now. Uh, Otter has really, really warm, thick pop-up houses. And, you know, when you think of a pop-up, I used to think of something disposable. I mean, I'm using the same houses from last year. They're just indestructible, and they're super warm, and they fit in a small space in your car or your truck. I think it's really good for, uh, you know, whether it's a student and has a little bit of storage to have their tackle, you can fit it in a closet with your bucket of gear. Uh, pop-ups are good, and I still like my flip-style houses to to move around in early ice. Just a simple one-man cottage, otter cottage, is really nice with a bucket seat. is um, is nice, and I think with ice fishing, those are some key players. And then good warm gloves, and everybody knows I don't monkey around. I get the fish monkey gloves and. Mm-hmm. Actually, help design their Yeti gloves. Nice. I I caught I caught what you did there too. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and but Northland uh, is steadfast in designing new, and uh, in keeping things. It, it, there's so much stuff that works good. It's hard to. Yeah. I, I love the glass glass buckshot, and I like the really high pitched rattle. And uh, most of my big walleyes and all the bodies of water up here from Lake of the Woods to Leech Cast, Winnie, Bemidji, most of the big fish that I've caught have been on that glass buckshot. But I love the coffin spoon and uh, the Brobuck spoon, of course, uh, the slender profile for perch and uh, basin fish because it looks like insect life. But, you know, just just all this, all these new things really make it really cool. And um, But if you haven't checked out the Super Glow, uh, last winter I had uh, a Sam Larson, the designer, went fishing with me for perch, and and we're just sitting next to each other, and he caught perch after perch, and on the eighth perch I went over to his tackle box and I grabbed it, and they got these super glow spoons, glow super bright. You don't have to charge them as much. And just bringing it up in the daylight to put a minnow head or some waxies on and dropping it down is enough to charge it. And they're that brightness under the ice and snow cover 
really made a big difference. And uh, I got to tell you, if you're if you're going to do any kind of perch or pan fishing, make sure you get those uh, super glow spoons, and you'll see it right on the package. Um, but at night, it's it's unbelievable how how bright they are. And sometimes I like to use you know uh, subtle tactics, but you you can never go wrong with uh, super glow. Just try different colors. Make sure to load up on colors when you try them. Um, it's it's really a high glow pigment that uh, it's kind of an expensive process, but I'm so glad they have it, and I think it's just going to be phenomenal this year on uh, Red Winnie Lake of the Woods um, in our clear waters. Our, our lakes are so clear that uh, the fish can see us and they'll come over and eat it. Bill Rosedahl is the man, and our guest. Much more to come with the Very Shy Bro next. I'm Bro Rosedahl, proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service and Fish House Rentals. Are you looking to plan your next ice fishing adventure? Well, look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is the place to be. There are over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji. Come drop a line at becoming a fishing legend. While on your fishing adventure, explore the hundreds of well-groomed snowmobile trails that Bemidji has to offer. Don't forget to take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Bemidji, bigger fish and better stories. I'm Kevin Cochran and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. Bro is back and we are talking about our very clear lakes in Paul Bunyan Country. Our lakes are clear and, and they're getting clearer because we keep getting more and more uh, that have zebra mussels in them. Um, what I'm finding uh, with zebra mussels is they're a pain, obviously. They get all over your, yeah. your stuff, but they certainly, at least in this short term uh, window that we've seen so far, they don't change the population numbers of, of the walleyes. They do change where they hang out, though. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's not good to have anything that wasn't there before. Right. But zebra mussels have changed. Water's gotten clear. Fish school up like minnows in a, in a, uh, in a bait shop. They'll all be in one corner or something. That's what I, you know, walleyes used to be scattered like a bomb went off, and now they're just like in little pods here and there. And if you scare one, you scare the whole pod away. And I want everybody to remember that when you're drilling holes, that, that auger is going through. Don't try to jam your auger down as far as you can. When you pop through, just go a couple inches farther and pull it up. Uh, I'll have people come over and they're drilling, and they just have to stick that whole auger down there, and the water's gin clear. You're just scaring fish farther away. But drill your evening holes and come back to them. Just remember not to over-drill because on public water, your hole is their hole. So... You know, avoid any. There's, you know, there's no no need fighting over it. If, if you over drill, you've just drilled for somebody, and I've had that happen a lot, but it doesn't bother me. But you always drill extra holes so at night you can move around. Not so much after dark, but the hour of power. You got to be ready. You got to be mobile, and you got to be ready to move. And, and hole hop, you'll add bites. You'll add numbers to your catch. And uh, clear water is not the end. It's different. And you know, just how you walk in the ice, the noise people make, stay away from crowds, that kind of stuff. But this year, we did have a couple little rainfalls in the beginning of fall around MEA time. Uh, but uh, the, without rainfall, we don't have all that bog stain washing into our lakes. So you, like the west side of Winnie, mm -hmm. some smaller lakes are way clearer than ever. 
and they're not going to fish the same. If, you, if, if you're going to go to a spot in low water, and water is low in a lot of lakes, um, if you're going to go to a spot expecting it to fish like it used to fish, you might be disappointed, and the fish might be a little bit different. So just keep that in mind. Water's a lot clearer, even clearer than normal. Okay, clearer than normal, yeah. And, um, again, it, it, it's just it, it's more on us to learn what it what the fish will be doing now. Uh, the fish will Absolutely. bite once you get there, but you got to get there. Well, and, and I have some guide friends that just absolutely hated what's happened, and and I'm, uh, you know, ha- having fish all over the place. It, it's been like this at least uh, 10, 12 years longer in other areas, and they've adapted and they're fishing differently, and now that stuff has came over here, that type of fishing technique. We're seeing more bass-style techniques in open water, but how does that help you on the ice? On the ice, the fish are well aware that you're there. And using an aqua view, I've looked up under the ice, and you can see your fish house. You can see everything, your buckets, your chairs, the wheels on your four-wheeler. Um, take that in mind. Uh, fish on, on where there's a little bit of snow on the ice, and even when there's no snow, you'll have little pockets here and there, little snow banks. Uh, Drill some extra holes, but don't go through all the way. Make some snow. Uh, that's some, sometimes what we'll do just to create a darkness on the ice. Even if with these augers, you can just drill halfway down and then have extra snow. Uh, that kind of stuff works. Um, using dead sticks and, and keep them legally distant. I think it's 80 feet now, and I know it's 80 feet. So uh, you have your, your lines out there. Get them away 20, 30, 40 feet. Uh, and then wear cleats especially this year, but uh, don't move around, don't make noise, and uh, uh, and more than that, find something that they can hold to, because all fish, walleyes, perch, crappies, bluegills, they're all creatures of edges, yeah. so if there's no weeds, find rocks, find find something still standing in the lake, then that will really help steep breaks and that kind of stuff. All right. Well, let's let's change the subject for a moment because I did see on Facebook back in early November, you got your deer like almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, I love the tradition of deer hunting. I love it, and I'm so uh, used to guiding, uh, so I'm a little impatient. I really get nervous. My knee probably shakes the first hour <laughs> because I'm so used to moving and moving and moving on when I'm guiding, and and I've just been lucky. Uh, so. I, it took me two and a half hours uh, to get a, uh, a nice eight pointer, a, a good sized one, and what it was just amazing. And I uh, had uh, uh, Paul Nelson's daughter, Paul Nelson, uh, who was a writer and a guide in the area. He, he passed away a few years ago. His daughter hunts over by us, and uh, she got a doe uh, the same day, so we were done Saturday. Wow! <laughs> Do you hunt with the same people every year? Yeah, I, uh, she comes uh, her. Uh, used to come with her husband, but now just uh, myself, her, and then Heather will join me in the stand, and uh, and uh, and then you know we just want all we need is one deer, and uh, that's good enough for us. And uh, we love venison. We love we use a lot of a lot of recipes where venison is just better than anything else. Chili, uh, spaghetti, um, you know, even uh, tacos, uh, you name it. But especially on spaghetti, uh, just a little bit more. Uh, more to it and then making stuff you know from uh summer sausage brats and uh the back straps are like any 
better than any Angus. They're just wonderful. And it's just, it's the fun. It's the thrill of it. And it's like a holiday in uh, Minnesota when deer season's here. And uh, hopefully our uh, little furry critters, the wolves, uh, um, don't eat them all because uh, I'm seeing more wolves than ever uh, everywhere I've been grouse hunting and deer hunting, but still still got deer. But I, mm. I'm hearing a lot, a lot of the other that the wolf population is really high. So keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, you, what what is your secret for keeping that venison uh, moist and not getting dry? That always seems to be the complaint for some people. Well, you know, it, it don't overcook it. Uh, you don't want to overcook it, and uh, so we'll uh, we'll mix it. Um, and a lot of times we don't even do any mixing. Uh, we just have venison hamburger with nothing else in it, and we use that in there. But don't over, overcooking it kills it, and Anything is good. Just remember the basics: onions right away, and uh, and then uh, you know keep just as soon as it, as soon as it starts cooking, it's done, and it won't be too chewy, it won't be too bad, and and butter. You know, butter butter is the secret to life, right? <laughs> and uh, but I can tell you, there's nothing better uh, than the venison uh, mixed in uh, for uh, a spaghetti, chili. Uh, in uh, even burgers, uh, it, it doesn't hurt to mix it, mix uh, a little bit of pork or beef fat in there, or or mix their meat, you know, with a lower or higher uh, fat, because your burgers fall apart without it. You could use a little egg in there too, but uh, uh, there's venison is just a unique uh, thing, and it really adds a lot of uh, texture to uh, food. So you got your beer, uh, you got your deer right away, and you were able to fish by that afternoon, then, huh? Absolutely, and I <laughs> uh, went out fishing and and uh, got got a little me time. I went out fishing, and uh, we had uh, venison and walleye, uh, and then of course, I don't grouse hunt during deer season, uh, yeah. But uh, I, I walked a few trails and had some success in my little little secret areas around uh, Minnesota that probably everybody knows, and then. Uh, <laughs> And I, and I hunted afterwards, after deer season, you know, after the four-wheeler uh, trails cooled off and they weren't on fire anymore from four-wheelers, I, you walked down them and the, there was birds everywhere. And uh, they came back out. They felt it was safe and and it was just fantastic. Um, but now I'm focusing on ice fishing, uh, getting my otter house put together and uh, getting the sled tricked out. And even the uh, little uh, otter uh utility sleds uh i have some bigger ones to pull out uh my uh uh vortex uh, otter house which is a pop-up house but i have i ordered a real real small one i got a smaller otter utility sled and i'm going to put some uh rod holders and little shelves i like my my hummingbird facing forward so i can look back for gps and on early ice is the most work remember you got to drill the whole way which is easy or chisel and measure uh i like to have a plotter line because everything up here is big whether you're on you know round black duck uh, island um you name every single lake up here Irvin is big and i want to walk in the same spot i'm going to and sometimes it snows and your footprints are gone you you don't want to just go off walking off uh, aimlessly it, it drops a plotter line so you can go exactly back the way you came and um so it's always good to have. Uh, I, I think the ice ice uh, kit is nice with that uh, 
a VX map chip. You, um, it, you know, in Lake Master, it was a Minnesota company, and they, they mapped our, our lakes extremely well. And uh, with the new update, that uh, the Mega Live, to me, is, is the best ice fishing unit, arguably, looking on the bottom and seeing fish moving across the bottom and seeing, you know, just their shapes and everything for ice fishing. And it's, it's just, it's, it's fun. See them, watch them bite, set the hook. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that. Using your feet instead of an outboard. All right. Well, before we wrap it up, we got to do a quick Fast Five. Are you ready? Sure. Fast Five with Bro Bros Doll. Here we go. Three. Fast Five. Question number one. The old TV commercial used to ask, got milk? So my question for Bro is, do you got milk? Are you a milk drinker? Uh, I, I kind of like the almond milk. Oh. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm always fighting my, my ever-expanding uh, body, and uh, I went with almond milk for my coffee. And outside of that, I, I love it. It's good for everything, but almond milk. All right, almond milk. Okay. Question number two, you're at the Backyard Barbecue. You can have one thing from the grill. Is it going to be a burger or is it going to be a brat? Oh, my God. I know, it's a tough one. I, I, that's a real tough one. I, I guess I'm going to go with a burger because you could just put all – you can mess up both and, or make them real messy, but a burger with that bun, you could actually load it. Through, <laughs> you can vertically stack it. So you, you put everything on that, baby. Oh, my gosh. Lots of onions, jalapenos, uh, ketchup, mustard. Um, try not to bite my fingers when I'm eating it. Yeah. <laughs> Question number three, when you're tooling down the road, going from lake to lake, and uh, you're hauling your boat, and you're cranking up the tunes, are you cranking up ACDC or KISS? ACDC. That's an easy one for me, too. Yeah, absolutely. That keeps you awake, music. Yes, it is. All right, question number four. Does Bro Brosdahl have a favorite book? Uh, oh, I would say I have a lot of favorite books, but uh, um, I, well, I, let's say I like them all, but uh, I like uh, Fishing on Ice by Noel Vick. It's one of my favorites. Okay. I have not read that one. And uh, it, it, it's a tough one, uh, you know. I, I think back to you know some of uh, some of the old ones, but I guess they don't read enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I read electronics. Yeah. Finally, question number five: What is the best Bill Murray movie? Oh, that's that's easy, Caddyshack. Caddyshack, you're going back with the original. Well, you know, it's between that and what about Bob? Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, if, if, if I have to lean, I, 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 if, if, you know, he had a lot of sporting actors in there, so I, I guess what about Bob? Let's go what about Bob because he owned it. He did. He did. What about Bob? That's a good call. All right, bro. Uh, I know you're getting ready for ice fishing season. If people want to use you as an ice fishing guide or maybe get set up for 2024 already, uh, how do they go about yeah. doing that? Yeah, just go to brosguideservice.com and absolutely follow my adventures on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I'm doing podcasts, and then 
I'll have uh, uh, reports of what's going on, and I want you to know and be aware of what's going on in your area, and maybe we'll see on ice, on foot, on Red Lake. I'm going to be heading up there very soon. Okay, yeah, I do see the uh, ro- road show is rolling. Yes, and uh, but outside of that, just follow the adventures online, and if you would like to jump in my new Lund uh, with the uh, Mercury next uh, summer, definitely uh, get get booked online. Uh we're taking bookings for that and on the ice. I still have a couple of dates available in January and a few in February. All right. He is Brian Bro Brosdahl. Uh, he is one of the best guides and outdoors guys in the area. Great having him on the show again. Bro, thanks for taking the time today. Oh, man. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Have a great day. Pop on in country.